0: I welcome you to Central Moments today. I'd like to weigh in as we continue our study through the letter to the Colossian Church. I'd like to weigh in on a fairly controversial subject in the Christian world today. It's called eternal security. We we, we all know that our good works uh, never make us worthy of being in the family of God or having a relationship with God. If that was the case, we wouldn't have needed Jesus dying on the cross. He took our sin. Jesus did for us. What we cannot do, Paul's very clear, not by works, lest anyone boast, but by grace, through faith, we have a relationship with God. The question is, once that relationship is established, can we ever lose it? Um, Many branches of the Christian church, uh, people who do have relationship with the Lord, believe that once you have come to Christ or you've been saved, that then um, you can never lose your salvation no matter what happens the rest of your life. I think Paul disagrees with that, however. I don't believe we're to be eternally insecure. We'll be looking at that. But the other time, at the other side, we're not eternally secure in a way that is completely out of our hands. It is possible to turn your back on God and, I believe, to lose your salvation. I don't think it's by being imperfect, but it is by intentionally choosing not to put your faith in Jesus anymore and to walk away from him and to renounce his kingdom. So here's how Paul goes at it. First of all, like every personal testimony, we talk about what, what our lives were like before Christ and then what our lives are like after we met Christ. This is where he starts, verse 21 of chapter 1. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. That was our BC life. Um, We we didn't want to serve God. And and, and our lives were marked with sin. And then after Christ. But now, verse 22, He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. That's when Jesus died on the cross. To present you holy in His sight not to present you sinful in His sight, but Jesus stepped in between us and God. He took our sin on Himself, on himself so that we would look holy to our Heavenly Father, so that we would be presented, in, in many ways, as if we had never sinned. We, we, looked, we look now in Christ. When we're in Christ, we look like we've never sinned to the heavenly, our Heavenly Father. Without blemish, free from accusation. Paul just keeps unpacking that. That's how we look to our Heavenly Father. In other words, we're right with God and we can then, he puts his resurrection spirit in us, we can have a relationship with God. So that's the before and the after. But what about the ongoing? After we have come from not knowing Christ to knowing Christ. And this is where he goes. If, he's got a big if there. If you continue in your faith. So he's saying, we've been reconciled by Christ's physical body, without blemish in God's sight, without accusation, if you continue in your faith. He doesn't say here, if you continue in being perfect. He doesn't say in you, if you continue in good works. But, the faith is the issue, if you continue in your faith. And that clearly implies that we will, in God's sight, be blemished And uh, we will not be free from accusation if we no longer put our faith in Christ. If you continue in your faith, he writes, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. And so we don't live eternally insecure if our faith is in Christ. I mean, if we sin, the Bible says we, we have an advocate in Jesus. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Does that mean every time you sin, you've lost your salvation, you no longer belong to God's family? No, that doesn't mean that. But there comes a point, perhaps you and a, you've and you seen and known people like this. They've lived for God for years, but then they turn their backs on the Lord. And they go back into a lifestyle of sin and they no longer trust Jesus in their lives. And there's people like that I know that my wife and I pray for regularly. And and there's people we are praying, Lord, turn them back to you. But in that place where we decide no longer to follow Christ, our faith is not in him anymore. I would not guarantee, if they died in that condition, I would not guarantee them, heaven. I would not guarantee them that their salvation is still intact because they no longer are trusting Jesus for their salvation. And uh, th- that's that's why we need to walk in the fear of God. We're not worthy because of our good works. It's not that we're impressive so God has to love us and receive us. No, it's because our faith is in what Jesus did for us. When your faith is no longer in what Jesus did for you, I don't believe you're eternally secure. So let's pray. Father, we all know people in our lives that aren't right with you. They were at one time. They backslid. They walked away from you. Their faith is deconstructed to the point where they no longer have faith in you. My God, we pray you'll bring them back in Jesus' name for the sake of their eternal destiny. And every one of us, my God, let our faith stay in you. Let us not just say, well, I gave my life to you 20 years ago, and so I'm eternally secure no matter what I do now. My God, help us to live in the fear of the Lord and help us to stay focused on you with our faith. We pray and we thank you when our faith is in you. You're able to keep us and you're able to walk with us to the day we appear before you, blameless and without accusation. Thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.